Welcome to another episode of From the Corner. This is number seven. Yeah. The nice thing about From the Corner is that if my internet completely fails me, the guys will finish the episode without me. But I've upgraded my line speed. You nice work. Yeah, well, you seem a little glitchy as, as it stands, but I mean, I'm sure we're going to get through it. I mean, last weekend, we see, I mean, last week we, we managed to do just fine, AJ. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I think we did an amazing job without Dan around. Oh, okay, it looks like you're <laughs> yeah, struggling you a bit yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, you were just saying how uh, you saw something uh, useless on the screen. I thought you were talking about yourself, but uh, oh you're shit! Doing okay job, you're doing an okay job. Oh, okay, well thanks, dude. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, I want how... to thank my sponsor quickly. Yes. Oh yes. Always being here for me. I see. It looks it looks nice and cold, despite the cold weather, which I which I like. Crisp, crisp and fresh. That's it. Absolutely delicious. That's it. That's it. Jeez. So it's been. It was quite a, a eventful weekend, eh? What did you guys get up to, Dan? Are you are you um, are you staying sane in this uh, quarantine time and working from home and all that kind of shit? Um, I mean, have I ever been sane? I don't think that's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've actually, I've got, uh, I moved from, uh, from my old place into my new place and my bedroom's a little bit smaller than it used to be. Yeah. So uh, I, I moved into my new place to be closer to work, so I'm in town and... Um, now I work from home, so, so there is no more. There's yeah, no more so I've got I've got my bed and my desk right next to each other, but you know I'm loving it. I'm just spending my entire life in this room. Yeah. But uh, I also do I also do from the corner from this room. So oh yes, the 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 fastest growing MMA podcast in South Africa, I would say. In Rondebosch. In Rondebosch. <laughs> and town. And town, yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, listen, um, I'm not exactly in Rondebosch anyway. Don't know why you call me that. Um, but geez, what an eventful yeah. weekend. Eh? What's that? It's because it's because the Rogan of Rondebosch rolls off the tongue slightly better than the... Uh, the yeah, the... Ro- don't, don't, yeah, it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the hashtag. There we go. Yeah, hashtag. R-O-R. Yeah, R-O-R. Roar. So, uh, so did you guys watch the fights? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's a lot to talk about today, but I just want to say, sorry, Jake, go for it. What are you saying there? You look like you're struggling a bit there, brother. What's that? Yeah, it will sort itself out. Yeah, you're struggling bad, 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 bro. Bad baby. Yeah, so, so, yeah, well, well... I was gonna say this is vintage Papa G's. You can't have a podcast without any like connection issues or screen issues. Come on, man. Yeah, for sure. And well, no, no, no. It, it, well, it is Papa G's in, in, in the sense that every single time we, we, I mean, at least we're able to buy alcohol now. So every single time we make a mistake, we can actually drink. So cheers to that. Uh, I'd like to thank my sponsor Savannah um, for getting us through these harsh times. You know, um, it seems Jared is. Uh, it's still very glitchy as hell, but you know, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, but yes, I did watch the fight. So where do you want to start? Dan, I'm going to let you, like you lead the way, bro. And uh, you hit us with the content and then we'll, we'll comment, dude. 
Okay, well, so in classic um, sort of casual fan, I watched the main and the co-main. Sure. I missed Maurice. I missed Maurice Green, but I did watch the highlights. Jared, what do you think about Mike Perry's cornerman? <laughs> Love it. Um, not a bad looking cornerman, eh? Not a <laughs> I'd say. I'd definitely say that. Yeah. No, she's a. She's um, a. Yeah. So just to give the listeners some background, um, go for a J, yeah. She, she knows how to put the ice pack on the neck, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, just to give the listeners some background. Um, okay. What is, what is Mike Perry's nickname? Is it Platinum? Mike? Oh, Platinum Mike, Mike Perry, Perry, bro. Platinum, yeah. yeah. Uh, Platinum Mike Perry is probably... Okay, so, so Jorge Masvidal is the BMF. Hashtag Jorge Masvidal. We can put that on the YouTube yeah. channel. Street Jesus. Street Jesus is the baddest motherfucker. He's even got the BMF belt yeah, bro. on his waist. But Platinum Mike Perry is one of the baddest motherfuckers in the game, and uh, he yeah. decided to he decided to take a fight. And because he was a bit short here and there, he owed the IRS a bit of money. hadn't paid his taxes in a while. Needed a bit of extra cash. He said, "Fuck my corner. I'm not gonna sort of have a corner for this fight." And you heard it first on From the Corner, he didn't need one. Exactly. I agree, bro. I completely agree. I think I think he was he was going out there to prove something that, that you don't necessarily have to pay um, a, a corner 10% of your, your fee when all you need to do, you've all the hard work is done. You just need to sit. You just need to... Uh, Matt, like, I just saw him. Did you see him at, in between rounds? He was analyzing his own game while his cornerman was asking him yeah. where the right place to put the, the ice was. I thought it was brilliant. He was going through, okay, I need yeah. to do this. Did you see him talking to himself? Did anybody see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. No, I thought it was brilliant, dude. And I, I think for a guy like Barry, that, that, I mean, did you see the amount of tweets and, and stuff that it got after he had won the fight to say, fuck, fuck my corner, I'm bringing my wife next time. I think Smiling Sam Elvey was one of them that yeah, did yeah. it. Yeah? there were so many of them that said like actually screw this i'm not going to, i'm not paying for a corner now i'm just going to fight by myself well imagine 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 you make 200k that's that's 20 that's twenty thousand rand i mean what 20 20k of <laughs> of what what your corner's going to get it's crazy yeah 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 the corners are the corners are very expensive and they take up to sort of 20 percent of your purse um so when you don't win the fight you actually don't make a lot of money mm. but um Look, and, 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 he, and he, we're only saying this because he won the fight. If he had yeah. lost the fight, we would have been saying, the yeah. guy made a mistake. But he's platinum Mike Perry, and the way that he... Gra- so we'll get onto the fight now, and the way that he grappled with yeah. Mickey Paul, because that was an incredible performance. But one thing I did want to say is, look, I, I love platinum. I think it was great. But um, if you listen to... I listened to Halwani's show yesterday. He always does a show on Monday evenings. Yeah. Um, you know, if... Uh, that's why we sort of. Um, that's why we do from the corner on Tuesday evenings because we don't want all Halwani's listeners to come and watch from the corner because then Ariel Halwani will be out of a job. One hundred percent. DC as well, bro. But DC, uh, DC analyzed it and he said, um, "Look, he's cool with platinum doing that. You know, scrap your corner. Don't pay your cornerman. Get more cash for yourself. Pay your taxes. Have your girlfriend put ice on your back." But um, when it comes to a fight like DC versus Stipe, 
and you're two rounds and, and, you, and you're going into the fifth round and you're two rounds each you do need an experienced tournament yeah. to tell you what to do and you, yeah. need, you need a you need a grappling coach and you need a striking coach so i i think yeah. dc dc's very right about that you know if if platinum mike perry was fighting someone like darren till he needs that tournament yeah look i mean it's 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 different strokes for different folks as well i mean but but i don't foresee i think it would be good for him to to find a corner or a team it just seems like all the places that he's been over the last couple of years uh, he's just never really gelled with he seems like one of those loner dudes he doesn't like i don't know it's just it's it's weird it's because he's built like a brick shit house and he's always in super shape he didn't lose any cardio he lo- he, he, he he maintained he almost seemed a more level-headed fighter without all that nonsense um, take it from a casual take it from a casual dude yeah. that, i mean that's better basically yeah. what i'm saying and there's, and there's and no I bigger think, casual think like he, he's a guy that yeah he's, he's a guy that's in his head the whole time so he needs, I think he, he won't listen to coaches anyway. He's that, that guy that strikes me as that kind of person. So yeah. he think, just needs to do his thing and do it his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It is just, it is just Platinum's personality. He, um, he, 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 whatever, what do you call it? He, he beats the sound of his own drum. 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to. And um, what I did, what I did find extremely funny is when he, um, when he came, when when he came out, uh, so he won the fight, and he and he didn't need to be transported to hospital or anything. Um, and when he came out to address the press at the conference, mm-hmm. he they asked him, so what did you think about your your corner lady? And he said, yeah, you know, I just love the way that she put the ice on my shoulders. Um, I was so happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I saw like in the in the interview um, afterwards backstage, and it was brilliant, man. And and she, you know what, you know what I really liked about her. I liked the fact that she she came and she knew her, her role as to go in there, put the ice where she was supposed to. You know, I really even said Demi and I were watching together, and I was like, I can't believe this. I expected something completely different because. Even when uh, Platinum Perry was with the Platinum Princess, she would like scream in the corner when there was a full crowd of people. Now, this is a this is an empty arena. I mean, her name is Latori Gonzalez. Um, so I, I expected her to have have some uh, some flair and be loud and uh, and I don't know I don't know I just it's you know never judge a book by its cover and and uh, big ups to Mike Perry because she she came in she did what she needed to do even in the post um, the the post fight interviews uh, she was so sweet and uh, soft spoken and she was just super happy for him and she didn't say too much and she didn't say too little I thought it was fantastic to watch it was must see TV dude yeah um, I think. Also, she will um, she'll get more experience with MMA. Like the more she does it, the more she'll be able to tell Mike. Look, I, I think if he fights, we'll get onto this. But if he fights Darren Till in his next fight, <laughs> he's gonna use he's gonna use a proper corner with a grappling coach and a striking coach. Um, but yeah, it's it's her so first he fight. Wants to stay straight, after, yeah. <laughs> straight after the fight, that actually. After all his bills announced that he can pay all his bills, that he's definitely going to go look for um, um, his corner and coaches and um, um, yeah, people to help him out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The taxes get paid when platinum gets paid. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. And you know what? But I carry on with carry on with your point, Dan. You were busy saying something. No, man. I would. I, I, I just think that MMA is not the same without platinum, and that's why I watch the sport because of the personalities in it. Um, are we gonna go s- straight to? So yeah. Well, let's let's talk about the co-main event. So. Okay. Um, Perry versus Mickey Gall. Okay. Okay. Can 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 I be that guy? Can I be that guy? can be that guy but he absolutely smashed me yes okay so so quickly because you you watched uh, co-main and man i just want to quickly touch for the listeners for the guys i watched obviously the entire card because that i i i feel like it it disrupts my flow almost if if i don't if i don't watch the whole i I agree with you let's go let's work our way up okay so so the only i I don't know why aspen lad and sarah mcmahon was was uh, was cancelled I did see that Aspen Ladd just went on to the, um, she just went on the Schmoes podcast, the Schmo Zone. Um, probably that's going to explain a whole bunch. But anyway, Julian Arosa versus uh, Sean Woodson. This Sean Woodson guy has got, he's literally got length on everybody. It's absolutely sensational to to see and he's got such a weirdly built body he's got this big head he's got this like shortish torso with these super long um um uh, limbs and and you got julian arosa who's this is his third stint in the ufc he was in he was on tough i really thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed him on tough he was a bit of a heel he's always been a bit of a heel throughout his career he's a bit of a like a smart talker blah 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 uh, Juicy J is his nickname and uh, he's just he's such an exciting fighter and he's always just lost those very pivotal fights that always ends up getting him cut or he says something or whatever so he got his last chance uh, his recent chance was I think it was in like four days notice or something like that this Sean Woodson dude just pieced him apart for two rounds he was two rounds behind as far as what I was concerned and what happened and what happened was is yeah. Julian Arosa wore this dude down in the third round and got a late Dash Choke submission, which was absolutely it was like it was champagne MMA to watch at, at the end there. It was just it was one of those storybook uh, 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 performances. It was great. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Yeah. And then uh, the, the Takashi uh, I, I call him Takashi six nine, knocked out this Jason Witt. It was imagine Imagine, imagine, dude. Imagine getting knocked out on your debut. Your whole family, your your everybody's watching, and and you get knocked out in forty three seconds. Imagine how that's huh forty forty eight. Okay. Uh, no, well, I'm just going by fire memory. I'm not reading it. Um, and then okay, then then uh. Yeah, yeah, it was insane. And then uh, the uh, Brendan Allen, who's a another Louisiana native, like uh, uh, DC and uh, Poria, so he got the win. But that was a dog fight, though. That Carl Darkus is such a beast, and it was his first loss as well. Dude, those elbows to that head were Ooh. insane. It was it was hard to watch. It was actually extremely hard to watch. What's that? What's that look on your face, bro? So no, when when you, when you say elbows to the head, I yeah, that look on my face. dude, the, those were elbows, bro. Yeah, because 
you, you could hear because there was no audience members. You could hear like cracking. It sounded like chicken bones just being broken every time. It was. It was. It was. Oh, oh, it was straight burn on burn, dude. Straight burn on burn. It was. It was hectic. That, that, that's not. That's not why I watch MMA. I mean, so those are some of the things you don't like to see. Yeah. But I mean, you got to take it as part of the whole sport. And it's two men that are getting into a cage to fight each other. They both know what they're getting into. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, for sure, absolutely, man. Um, jeez, man. But it was it was it was a it was a card that did not disappoint whatsoever. And then. Then it's uh, uh, Dad Bod Volante versus Maurice Crochet King. <laughs> it was amazing. Dude, he represented yeah, Dad Bods across the world. Representing, bro. Representing Dad Bods across the world. Salute Jean Volante. Such a legend. You know what? I see a lot of myself in that dude. <laughs> so I, uh, I, re I remember that you said Maurice Green was going to win that one. So well done on your correct prediction. Thank you so much. Um, it was an interesting submission. Uh, it was like a half. It was a it was a triangle uh, arm triangle from the bottom, which apparently is very hard to do. But I think Volante, given the fact that he's got uh, exercise induced asthma, uh, he got. I think he kind of panicked and just tapped. Oh wow! But then, I th I th exercise induced asthma. Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, strange, but I, I mean, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he blamed that. I just heard that in the upcoming, uh, in in the in the prelude to the um, to the fight when when they're talking about the history and the reason why he's moved up to heavyweight and the weight cut and the fact that he's got exercise induced asthma and all that kind of bullshit. So, um, yeah. So and then and then it was just pure awesomeness from Mike Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Uh, what? Uh what was that situation between um, Boza and Green? What's like I heard? I think they were just drinking together. I think they were just drinking together afterwards. That's apparently what I what I heard. I didn't I didn't think there was an incident of any sort. Do you did you? Listen, you can't come here with your false ass claims, yo, without backing them up and from the corner, bro. Jared, 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 what did you hear? What did you hear? No, he. he no, he, uh, Green even said after the fight, he said um, Boza was like chirping him and he's like, dude, we were just we were just chatting and nothing big about it. But if you want to come at me, come, let's have the next fight. Let me heal up and we can have another, we can go at it. He's like, I'm not going to yeah. fight down, I need to fight up. But if you want to go, let's go. That's a bad fight for Maurice Green, brother. I can tell you that. That's a definitely not a very good matchup for him because Tanner Boza got a huge knockout and Maurice Green could hardly knock out a dude who, who looked like he had come out from the piss. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but how Maurice Green looked how emotional was his um, uh, post? <laughs> Dude, I, I listen when I see when I see things like that, I get a little teared, my, teary eyed myself, just to see how happy he was for him and his family. And he's going to Jackson Wink now to go train with John Jones. Yeah. So, but onto onto the Perry fight. Um, yes. I think the thing about the thing about Mike Perry is. Look, we'll, we'll get onto the fact that he wants to move up a weight class at the end of this, but he has arms like tree trunks, and he's got power for days. He doesn't, he, and, and he's got some good wins. He's got, he's got a physique wins. from hell. 
Yeah, and, and, and I think what happens with Mike Perry is he, he wins a fight, he loses a fight. He, he beats someone impressively, and then he loses against someone in the top 10. Um, but he has the power to knock out anybody on any given night. Yeah. So when it, when it comes to grappling someone a little bit smaller than him, he might not be as skilled as Mickey Ball on the ground, but he held his own on the, on the, on the ground because, uh, look, it's a black belt versus grappling against a white belt. But yeah. it's like... It's like putting uh, someone with small arms versus someone with flipping tree trunks, and yeah. the power is gonna. The power is what got him through those exchanges. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Listen, Jared, you can you can put some uh, earphones in, bro. Your 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 audio, I think, is feeding back quite a bit, bro. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, I I completely. Log out and come back in. I have a better connection. No, no, no. It's fine. Just have you can't can you not put headphones in? Chuck some headphones on. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just let's just put push through, boys. Let's just push through. Okay. What were you gonna say, Dan? For sure. Now the audience needs the audience needs to all take a drink. So. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Cheers, boys. Um. But let's push through. Uh. If uh. You know we've proven that if one of us drops off, the other two will finish the show. Yeah. Hundreds. Last week there was a there was a storm in Gardens, Cape Town. A massive storm. Yeah, I got swallowed by a gray cloud. (laughs) um, Yeah, but also, sorry, I was talking about Perry's uh, grappling, but Platinum had some fucking amazing striking as well. Um, I know he used to be a boxer, but uh, dude, he looked amazing. Well, he looked amazing against a guy in 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 Gaul who's actually in pretty striking in the last few fights. Yeah, Mickey Gaul had a bad rap because he beat Mickey Gaul had a bad rap because he beat up CM Punk. He didn't want to do it. The company paid him money to do it. He said no. They said he did call him out though. He kicked, yeah, he did call him out and then he kicked his ass. What an asshole. <laughs> but, um, I love it. <laughs> but that's why, that's why they put platinum against him. Now, yeah. if, if, if we're done analyzing, if we're done analyzing the fight, mm-hmm. I would like to talk, I'd like to talk about Mike Perry and why he's so angry at Mr. Tarandil. Tarandil, dude, have you not seen MikeBerryIsABum.com? It's, it's, that's his, no, that's his way that he started that. And he's like, he's now making jokes about like raw dogging this new chick. It's just like, it's gone hectic. And you know, these, these fighters, they don't hold back, bro. They do not hold back whatsoever. So it's, it's a, it's an interesting one. But I think that uh, Tarun Dill should be very careful because Tarun Dill is going to fight for the middleweight belt. If he beats Robert Whitaker, he's going to fight, isn't he? So why is he looking way back over his shoulder at welterweights who are ranked below him? I mean, he fought for the title at welterweight. Perry's not even in the top 15. What's going on? No, no, this, this, this is purely a hate situation. This is purely Darren Till trolling Mike Perry. He knows he's at middleweight. He knows he's bigger. He, uh, I think he he likes to uh, have a little bit of a dig, and, and all that kind of jazz. So, I, th- I don't think it's got anything to do with matchups. I think it's just got a, it's that's a personal thing. Yeah, it's a pissing contest. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Well, the thing about uh, sorry, Jay, did you, you want to go there? Yeah, I think you. I think your your connection's good now, dude. Oh, it's good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you're coming through. It's a little bit of a lag, but yeah, it's all good. It's all good. 
It's all good. The listeners will ju- the listeners will uh, just drink if there's a bit of a lag. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think of Perry, Bruno? I, I want to know what Jay's opinion is on on the whole Perry situation, yeah. dude. I don't know. Like, I he's the kind of personality that I don't dig because he just seems like an O that just wants to just brawl everywhere, inside, outside of the cage. He's just cross to just break skulls. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I don't really dig that personality here. Yeah. Um, is it? Well, because I mean, yeah, have you seen his, his Instagram where he knocked that guy out? <laughs> Dude, I've heard him speak so much about like punching O's out, and I'm like, bro, keep it for the ring. Yeah, yeah, we, 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 I mean, we don't need that in the sport. You don't need guys to be fighting on the fucking street. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Especially when you're a trained killer. Especially when you like, when you, when you. You know, when you're a black belt and you go fight someone in the street, that's dumb. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Keep it for the ring. Keep it for the cage. Definitely. Um, I, I think I think he's I think he's met his match because Taron Dill. Taron Dill. Taron Dill is actually a look. He's bigger than Mike Perry, but he's he, he's got Mike Perry's got knockout power, and he'll yeah. bring that up to Merlewey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not a it's not an uneven matchup. No, 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 for sure. Um, I just think Darren Till is so much more skilled at striking. And yeah, gonna, I don't know. I think standing and banging. Obviously, uh, Darren Till's got the reach, and he's got the uh, he's got more. He's got more of the Muay Thai, where where uh, Mike Perry has got more of like a boxing strong style. But yes, Mike Perry even threw up a few head kicks there on 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 the weekend, dude. It was it was impressive to yeah. see, and he, and he hit him a couple of times. He connected, and they were, they were partially blocked. Yeah, it's funny though because, as I said, uh, Perry fights with compassion and anger, which like drives him hectically. Where most of these other guys fight with precision and like focus and they're trying to plan everything where Harry if he's upset and he, he will go and he'll gun and he could actually do some serious damage because of that fuel that he's with that striving yeah I mean but that style can also be hugely intimidating for for anyone because if you if you imagine the the like the raw fire attitude you know I, lo- I know a lot of the guys like Sean O'Malley, Conor McGregor, Ado, uh, Israel Adesanya, those those guys who say I don't throw and wish I just aim and fire, or you know those, those kind of guys. It's still hard to. I mean, obviously you're gonna gas if you don't. The guy's gonna gas if they don't get you out of there. But it's a, that's a seriously tough dude right there, dude. Yeah, and I think um, I think yeah he look everyone wants to see him versus Darren Till just because there's a bit of a beef now. But I think that requires Darren Till to lose his matchup against Robert Whittaker. Um, yeah, yeah. Because, look, that is going to... I think that fight is going to happen. Whittaker versus Till. Yeah. For, for arguably the number one title... Number one contender shot for the title at middleweight. And if Darren Till loses that fight, you could see Perry going up to 185. Mike! Mike! You want to you want to go to a spa? Mike, you want to go to a spa or do you want to spa? Do you want to spa or do you want to go to a spa, Mike? Oh, spa. Okay. okay. <laughs> you fucking kidding me. <laughs> I mean, 
I didn't I didn't know that I didn't know that um, Darren Tall hosted the domain for Mike Perry's a bum. I yeah, bro. Blows him up on. I thought he just blows him up on social media. No, didn't didn't you see? Didn't you see the part where I mean, go to mikeberryisabum.com and he sees the partners? It's all Darren Till on like a different like it's all him <laughs> photoshopped on different heads, and he's oh dude, it's brilliant! It's brilliant. Definitely go check it out. Um, yeah, so I'll check it out, uh, um, and then so guys, are we going to talk about the fact that the diamond is back? The diamond! I am so... Listen, listen, listen. I'm so upset for Dan Hooker. Because I love Dan Hooker. I've enjoyed Dan Hooker ever since he's joined the UFC. He's always put on exciting fights. I think Lightweight is definitely his home. Some Someone like Dustin Poirier as well, who came from Featherweight. You know, the chin holds up a little bit more for these guys. Now... Dustin Poirier is one of my favorite all time. He is, but he, I put him in my top five with Donald Cerrone. Um, he's in my top three. Yeah, well, he's in he's in my top two. He's not. I, I, it's between <laughs> my my top two are Dustin Poirier and uh, Cowboy. Those are my two guys. Okay. No, mine's Max Holloway, Poirier, and uh, Robbie Bobby Knuckles. Yeah, 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 but I mean, Max is in my top five, so I mean, it's easy, it's easy. We've got a very similar uh, uh, liking what, to, what's to not, everybody. What, what's, what's not to love? I mean, these guys are, that's the reason why you watch MMA, yeah. personalities. 100%. Um, you, don't get those type of, you, you just don't get those personalities in boxing. Yeah. Um, I mean, boxing's its own sport, so it's got its own unique um, sort of skill set, and it's great, but I watch MMA because of the grappling as well. Mm. Um, but boxing, there's only one guy I can really think of that I really follow for his personality, and that's Tyson. Tyson, the Jersey King, of course. But yeah. but on on the absolutely with personality and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying is, Dustin Poirier and Dan Hooker was a fucking terrible fight for me to watch, just on the basis that I love both those guys so so much, and I support yeah. them both. They they are both currently are one of the the two of the top fighters that I support and that I want to wish the best for. And unfortunately, one of them had to lose. You see, I, I felt the same way when yeah. Connor fought, I felt the same way when Connor fought Khabib because I love Connor and I love Khabib. True. But because Connor was, because Connor was such a dick leading up to the fight, I didn't care that he got fucking choked up. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I also so thoroughly Dan, enjoyed it. <laughs> Dan Hooker versus Dustin Poirier was an incredible fight. And uh, if there was anyone that was like a casual fan new yeah. to MMA, ne- never watched a fight, I would have said, watch Hooker versus Poirier. It was rough to watch. They landed yeah. a lot of blows on each other. But How was that second round, bro? Yeah. That second round was was insane. Do you know, like, Dan Hooker and Dustin Poirier, both of them, you know, when you, when you guys get like... Guys who work off the jab, work off the jab, and then all, all, all that jazz. These guys were throwing 10, 11 punch combos. It it was insane to watch. It was, and they were just giving it back to each other. One would throw like five or six, and the other one would just throw it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, bro. Your internet is struggling today. 
No, 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 I completely, I mean, and I think all the listeners know exactly what you're trying to say anyway. Um, dude, but it was one of the most insane, it was one of the most insane things I've ever, craziest fight I've ever watched in, in the UFC. My first fight that I ever watched was Frankie Edgar versus Graham Maynard. This amplifies it. Am- uh, and it was Graham Maynard, Frankie Edgar 3, I think it was. See, the first fight, the first fight I ever watched as an MMA fan and became a huge fan after that was, and I have to admit I'm a Conor Dick Rider, whatever, but it was Conor when he beat Dustin Poirier. So the Diamond has always been a guy that I like. Featherweight, featherweight wasn't a, a good home for him. No. His chin holds much better at lightweight. And look. 100%. What, so, what, so, Jared, what do you think is next for Poirier and Hooker? Um, I don't know. I've got to go Dustin actually, versus Tony, right? When, yeah, when's that? No, no, I'm no. sorry. <laughs> you got to go Dustin versus Tony. That's my opinion. I think you got to go. You, he has to fight Tony to see who's the second best in the world. I've got to say, okay, Jared. Oh, yeah, Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, the what I'm saying is, I agree, Tony Ferguson, but. Um, how long ago did Tony fight? He, he got beat pretty badly by Gaethje about a month <laughs> Yeah, so he's, he's got a month rest on Dustin. So, I mean, a month, yeah, a month, a month could be, a month is fine, yeah. To, to the amount of damage Dustin took and the amount of damage Tony took, I think in nine months' time, let's talk... Let's talk February. They could fight in February. No, they can still fight this year. Dude, it's June. They can fight in October, November. Yeah, I suppose you're right because also Tony's... No, you'll be fine, bro. Tony's already doing workouts with like the Make-A-Wish Foundation and stuff like that, dude. He's he's already training. So I think just in terms of the head, he needs all that time. No sparring and all that jazz. But the cool thing about about, uh, Tony Ferguson is that he doesn't spar. Um, so, so you go straight back into, to, to comment, dude, I must say, listen, I've done a, I've had some free time and I've looked at, uh, the, the, uh, have you ever looked at the backgrounds of guys like Gerald McLennan? Cause you know, the, the so I know I'm completely uh, changing uh, my tune and, and what I'm talking about here is the story of Gerald McLennan. That was one of them. And another one was, um, Shit, I can't believe it was still a, uh, about dude. You guys need to check it out. We'll link it in the description or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but it was it was about uh, fighters quitting. I think Joe Rogan actually spoke on his podcast uh, with uh, Joe Schilling about it. You should check. You should check these stories out about these fighters that you know bringing all the fighter pay and stuff because a lot of the guys like maurice green and uh, john jones and masvidal and all that kind of stuff are going you know we don't get paid enough for the shit um go go look at the story let's let's say this everybody that's listening right now go and look at the story of gerald mcclinn it is one of the most heart-wrenching stories of my of, of that i've ever read um, Don King is involved. Don King is involved. One of the most disgusting people in the history of boxing. 
Um, and there was another, I think his name was, uh, he, let me just, uh, Chris Eubank was, was the guy who, who, who fought him that ended up, he ended up, um, uh, getting, these guys ended up in wheelchairs, blind, uh, had to learn how to speak again, all that kind of shit. So this is a serious fucking sport. Um, let me just get to his record. Sorry, I know we've gone straight off, but I think okay. it's important for people to know these okay. these warriors, dude. Uh, just on. This is the type of insight that the listeners the listeners want. So you're saying Gerald McLennan? Yeah, Gerald McLennan. Uh, he he was uh, <clears throat> he took a knee against Nigel Ben in 1995, um, and and he never recovered. He collapsed on his back and uh he never recovered and there's a few documentaries on youtube about the whole story which which is is just heart-wrenching dude and and these fighters meet years and years later uh, let me just see it it was late uh, mclennan was a was a was a chat he was a w he was a champion team. yeah it was a championship bout against nigel ben okay um so definitely check that out well don't you like just look at the story and just to see what these guys um so, uh, who was it? It was he won the, against Nigel Ben, but when was this? Ninety two. No, no. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, it was against. But you made it. You you made it seem like he's passed away, but he's still alive. Yeah, yeah, but I want you to go look at these guys' stories. He lost. He lost against Nigel Ben. No, I know, I know, but Nigel Ben beat. Yes, I know, but that's the, the that's the, the, the fight where it all happened. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay, apologies. So, so right. I, I'm just trying to see, oh, man. But no, no, no. Come on. Michael Watson, come on, there we go. Michael Watson, there we go. Okay. That's it. There we go. We we good. We good. Sorry, my bad. Um, but but yeah, we, we were talking about. I can't even remember now. No, so we we wrap we wrapped up the Poirier versus Hooker thing, and I think uh, Jared gave his. I mean, we, we gave our opinion on who's next. What do you what do you think's next for Dan Hooker, right? <clears throat> Dan Hooker coming off a loss. Um, he, it's such a stacked division. Who's all uh, Ferguson coming off a loss? Poirier off a win. I don't. You see, because it could be it could be a, a matter of, of of Hooker Ferguson. You know. You know, if Hooker sits out for a bit and Khabib beats Gaethje, which I suspect will happen, I know I've changed my tune on that, but I suspect Khabib will submit Gaethje in the second round. Ooh, <laughs> no, but you can't wait. Ooh, wow, you're making bold predictions very early, eh? Well, no, to say Khabib's going to win is not a bold prediction. Sheep is, yeah. Um, it's a normal prediction because Khabib has never lost. But if you look at the division, I mean, Connor's going to. Connor's gone. He's not going to do anything. Gaethje doesn't uh, get taken out in the second round. Not a chance at all. Doesn't matter if it's Khabib. Bro. Okay, so I can't pull up the rankings. I've got the rankings uh, here. I've got them up. Flyweight, oh, Bantamweight. Okay, so who are we talking about? It goes Hooker. Oh, oh Charles sorry. Oliveira, Charles Lightweight. Yeah. Charles Oliveira. But Charles Oliveira versus Dan Hooker. I'm excited. Has, has he not, is, he, is he not is he not booked for a fight he might be damn it but he just beat kevin lee i think dan Hooker no no he's not booked for a fight uh, Oliveira could fight i mean well look it's 
Tuesday. So yeah, yeah. So the rankings are fresh today. Uh, so yeah. Borea's number two. Uh, Ferguson's down to to number three, from number one. Okay, so I don't know what McGregor's sense. still doing there. Yeah, um, he's, he's always McGregor. McGregor will the UFC won't take McGregor out the rankings because yeah. he's a little golden golden yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, where where Poirier sits above Tony Ferguson, but they haven't fought, and where Dan Hooker sits above Oliveira, that's a perfect matchup. Yeah, that's a perfect matchup. I I like it. I like it. Dana White, can you hear me? Sean Shelby, can you hear me? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ah, I'm getting so excited. Yeah, that's good, dude. I like that. So, guys, I mean, let's let's be honest. Have you guys seen what's coming up on the 12th? Uh, my word. Oh, dude. This oh, my word. It is, it is absolute filthiness at, at what is coming up. It's not this weekend. It's in two weekends time. No. Yeah. So we mustn't. We mustn't talk about it. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll do a we'll do a preview of that fight in on the next episode of From the Corner. One hundred percent. That one's that one's actually too big to 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 squeeze into our last ten minutes. Oh my word! Paige Van Zandt, Amanda Ribas, Jessica Andrade, Rosnami, Yunus, Peter Jan, Volkanovski, Holloway, Aldo. Gilbert Burns, Kamara Usman, it is a massive stacked card, and and the, I mean, and then there's early prelims. There's there's pre uh, the the dude. Think about Vulcan Uzdemir, someone who fought for the light heavyweight championship of the world against Daniel Cormier, is on the fucking prelims, brother. Yeah, but he did get his ass kicked by the big ass Cormier. Yeah, yeah, but there's a few good there's a few good fights, and it's gonna be fun to watch. I would just like to quickly say, I won't preview it, but I would no. say that I, I wouldn't mind having a new welterweight champion. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm rooting for Burns all the way. But yeah, let's no. talk about let's talk about that on the next From the Corner. Oh. Cool. Cool. <laughs> yes, Queen! But that yeah, was a good thing. Yeah, dude, so, so, so excited. I, ca- I can't... Uh, but I mean, listen. I mean, I'm I'm one of those guys. I see the these things on the beach, and I see all these uh, crazy ideas. And you you saw yourself um, during the build up that they they hyped it quite a lot. So I'm interested to see what the production value is going to be. Yeah, no, I think it'll be good. It's uh, it's the UFC. They know what they're doing. doing One hundred. Yeah, definitely. But um, other than that, dudes, it's been stellar to talk to you. And uh, I look forward to the next episode. I think we can wrap it there, yeah? 100%. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I think... Oh, I just... Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening from the corner. Uh, check us out on uh, YouTube. On the, currently, the Papa Jesus uh, page and uh, and all the rest on, on Spotify. Sweet. Check it, check it later.